0: of New England could talk about that day The fishermen and the
1: farmers who live in Casco Bay There's something here for everyone from the hunters to the traders But most of all the stories from amazing miners Hi, everybody, and welcome to Amazing Mainers. This is a show about what Mainers do and why they do it. I'm Elsie Van Savage, and my guest today is Kim Dorsky, who with family and friends heads an important and fascinating business called Simply Sized Home, and I'm eager to tell you all about it. Hello, Kim, and welcome. Hi, Elsie, and thanks for having me. Oh, thank you, Kim. I know you will be t- total natural. Now, I know from our conversations that you come from a a sales. I see if I have this right: sales and marketing and product development background. Your father, I think you said, manufactured and sold souvenirs in Maine and throughout the USA. Correct. So, how is it that you came from that, and now you are on a business
0: called Simply Sized Home? And what is Simply Sized Home? Well, um, my background is from a company called Downey's Concepts. My father and uncle um, owned it for years. And then about uh, eight years ago, they sold it. And when they sold it, my sister and I both worked in the company. And so with the new ownership, Liz and I were out. Um, So we found ourselves having to recreate ourselves, and come up, we really wanted to start a company together, and so we uh, walked and talked to a whole bunch of people, and uh, lo and behold, we landed on this. My, par- my parent's friend used to do something similar to this down in Massachusetts, and yeah. she said there is a need. So um, we also, at the same time, uh, my mother had asked us to clean out her attic which was full of our stuff, yeah. and so we did, um, and we couldn't get rid of anything. Um, we soon realized that there was value in helping other people with this daunting process, and we started Simply Size Home, which is home downsizing and moving management. Oh, um, and I want to talk to you about that, too,
1: and boy, there there is a need. People... People are afraid to die these days because they don't want to leave their junk behind. Uh, I'm one of them. But in any case, um, <laughs> when you first began, well, when you first began the business, did you immediately love it or did you think, what was I thinking?
0: Um, actually, I jumped in with both feet. I've got to say that my sister, um, Liz, was much more tentative. We were uh, cleaning out an attic that was quite dense. And she flat out said, it was like our second day of work, Um, so uh, what's next? Are we going to be doing this um, for the next 20 years? And I said, "Um, yep, pretty much so. Um, But the interesting thing was, I mean, our job is um, sometimes quite mundane with what we actually are are doing, processing, pulling things out from under the eaves, garages, but it's the people that we work with and the relationships that we form that we we soon learned. Our first job, there was no one at the house. Um, We weren't working with folks. So it was quite a different experience. And then when you work with folks, it takes on a whole different meaning, as you can imagine, because then it's a relationship. It's stuff, but it's uh, stories. It's Oh, really it must, helping someone—it
1: has to be. Un- I'm a person who loves. I call it O.P.S. Other people's stories. And going into houses like that, they must be rife. They just must be hanging in the air these stories. And do oh, you now you, now you talk about Liz. You're, but don't you have lots of other partners in in the business now? And are they all family? Or are they family and friends? Or how does that work?
0: They, my brother-in-law, Liz's husband, uh, Troy, works in the company full time, and then. We have about ten uh, employees in the Southern Maine area, kind of based out of the Portland area, and then now we have two employees up in the Mid Coast, uh, so uh, the Camden area. We well, have do you do fo- you
1: ever um, do you stick mostly with Maine, or somebody from from away heard about you, and they will and they must. Um, would you travel out of state to go and, and
0: clean out? We do and we have. Um, we well it, and also other partners. I should speak to that. Um, the when we do a job out of state, uh, we've done them in Connecticut, New York, um, and uh, New Hampshire. We when it's completely out of state, we need to set up new partners or resources um, in the community to help us uh, process the things in the house, which include all different sorts of business partners, um, antique dealers, consignment shops, donation places, uh, trash haulers. Yes, and and I want to... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that that there are other partners besides folks that work with us, which are critical to us getting our job done, whether it's in-state, out-of-state. So I just wanted to make sure to mention how important they are. You just don't go sailing off to Vermont and... uh, you have a lot of setup to do ahead of time.
1: Do you do you handle all sorts, Kim? When you go into a house, for example, and um, and you open up a closet and it is stuffed to the ceiling with cocaine, <laughs> how do you handle how do you handle that? Oh
0: dear, um,
1: that hasn't happened yet. You know, I take
0: it. Uh, no, hope it never does. Uh, but uh, thanks for that curveball. Let's see. Um, I probably would be. Uh, Talking to the homeowner immediately and uh, perhaps uh, the authorities.
1: <laughs> okay. they subbed but, but,
0: but then what do you do with
1: uh, with, um, with hazardous materials? People, you know, a lot of us throw paint cans. We shouldn't. We know we shouldn't, but we do it. We save them in the garage, and, and then that is your job then to handle that stuff. They can be dangerous for you.
0: Well, yes. But basically anything that comes our way, um, it's our job as a company to solve for our client. So, yes, we do handle um, quite a bit of hazardous waste. Our trash haulers um, take more common things, latex paints and, uh, you know, gardening stuff. But anything that is an oil base, we process it by taking it to clean harbors. Um, but, again, we have to solve it for our client because it's something that they can't pass on to the next owner of the sure. house. So, and, yeah. then,
1: and then do, you, do people... Um uh, has anybody just handed you the keys to the house and said, I'm moving to Florida to see if I do it and just driven away and left you there with the house? Um,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. They have? Oh my. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so Some, sometimes actually it was a client from Florida. Um, they filled their cars with the only possessions they want wanted, which included the cat. The cat made the cut, that was awesome. And their <laughs> clothes and Everything else we processed in the house. So we start with what can can be sold through consignment places, antique dealers, auction houses, then drop down to the donation level, um, and uh, the smaller donations we take in our cars when we leave each day. Uh, bigger pieces are picked up by different local donation um, sites and companies who are so grateful. There are so many people in need, so um, we've helped countless organizations and folks in the community through our clients donations.
1: Wow, indeed. Now, I know this has never happened either, but these people who drive off and say here's a house, see I'm going to Florida or wherever, um, do they ever have you ever come across a an unwelcome pet that they left behind like a nice nice little warm and fuzzy tarantula or a dog or something what do you, what do you do with
0: that? <laughs> what, what do you do with a Oh, yeah, usually they're um something in the form of like uh, a snake or something in the basement and I um freak out or lots of mice. I mean that, that's no problem and chipmunks and Yeah, I mean we've had we have had a, a trapper in at one house, but you it's not the family dog. Not the family they dog. They usually take they're usually kind of necessary. They to take usually it. do. Right, right. Yes. Yes, but never say never, Elsie. Never say <laughs> never.
1: Well that's that your job must be one of my questions here is it is are any jobs the same? Apparently not. Apparently everything is new. Do you wake up
0: in the morning and think this is a new day and you really mean new? Every single job is different. Um sometimes we are doing souped nuts the entire thing as they throw the keys and peel out and go to Florida, or we are just helping them say with getting ready to put the house on the market. So we're helping them with the staging. Um, I do, a lot of our job is um, talking through a plan with people, a customized plan to relieve their um, anxiety. It's, uh, you know, people don't move, uh, you know, every couple years. And so the process is new. Then you add 40 years of accumulated stuff and their head, it is a showstopper. Like they'd just as soon stay there for another ten, because they open up sure. that closet that everything falls out, and they just they, they, why why go through it? Why? But Kim,
1: Kim, when you when you there are some of them left. When you meet up with a family with somebody that has actually lived through the depression or the edges of the depression, and and they look at a box of tools, even though they can hardly you know they're in their nineties and they can hardly even hold a spoon, much less a, a saw. And you have to, in the kindest, gentlest way, explain to them, how do you say to them, you'll never pick up that saw again? I know you wouldn't say it like that, but
0: Mm -hmm. you have to
1: tell them, don't you, that they should look forward and let go of these things.
0: We do. Um, It is, you know, I always tell people it is not our job to get you to get rid of your things. Um, We're a voice of reason. So... um, if someone's moving to an assisted living community where they have a facility's maintenance crew, then they're going to be doing the work for them. So we kind of point that out, um, but it is taking away something, a hobby of theirs or, you know, it, it, part of independence saying you don't have to do this again. You're not capable of yeah. doing this again. So, we have to be we're super careful, but so oftentimes um, we use humor. So I have that um, underlined on my notes here
1: because talking to yeah. you, it sounds like you do use it a lot and and that really gets people through a lot in life. It
0: really it really does. I mean it, there's nothing fun about this. Um, but you know, we do we get to a very personal level with them and we actually have a good time i it's hard to explain but um we become very close with our clients and uh you know they're they're right about what if you're not going to laugh you're going to cry so mm, and sometimes we yeah. do cry together oh <laughs> sure. a lot of times we're laughing you know sure so. and but
1: you you then end up not only cleaning out their lives and straightening and getting them for, moving forward but you are
0: a therapist in many ways Absolutely. Uh, Numerous occasions people ask us in all seriousness if we have a a degree in counseling. And we don't, but it comes down to the type of people that we hire. So they're extremely compassionate, empathetic people who want to go above and beyond um, helping people. And that's, like, that's our magic. That's our... um, kind of golden french fry for our company is hiring the right people to help others Uh, they got to have it or else they won't be we we won't be hiring them you know they just have to be the the right person
1: so you're telling Um, me that you uh, make lifelong friends when you
0: do this work oh absolutely absolutely yes i mean and i often times um will go see people afterwards not only call and check in on them, but literally stop by, um, you know, just to hang out and say hi and see how they are. I, oh, boy. I heard about their kids that we, you know, they're we've taken care of their dog or you know. It, yeah. So, yeah. So you're, you're a really full service session.
1: organization, Kim Dorsky. You do it all, soup to nuts well, as we used to say.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's really a nice blend of relationship. Uh, sort of business, but then you have the whole um, moving management piece, which is a moving is a very deadline driven project based uh, project that has to get done, and the project is moving. And I guess that's where I would tie in my old job, where I was a uh, the director of product development. That was a project. I was making products. I essentially am doing a huge project with moving. And it's got deadlines, but you have the people involved. The people,
1: yes. And I have, so that's your definition then of moving management. I have that underlined here. Um, so moving management is really a huge umbrella, covers a lot of stuff that you do with this business. It
0: does. It does. It starts with the sorting and the prepacking for um, getting them ready to move. Then it transitions. And, and meanwhile, you're getting rid of the things that they don't want, and that's either through selling or donating. Then you transition, we transition into packing them for the move, interviewing movers, hiring the movers, should they choose. We're right there on moving day. We're working with the movers. They can go out to lunch with their kids that are, you know, hopefully came to say hello to them. They go out for lunch. We orchestrate the whole move with the movers over, there, over to their new place. Place the furniture, unpack them, okay. take away the boxes, and it's our goal to have them walk into basically a, a well, home. A home, yeah. That's been recreated, um, you know, by by their efforts and by our efforts. But it's ninety percent of the way there, so it doesn't feel it is like... an agony for them as it exactly. would be if they did it themselves. But Kim, have exactly. you have
1: you ever had a a client that has? that you've been talking to, you've got everything set, everything's in place, and at the very last minute they say, I can't do it, I can't do it.
0: Absolutely, Um, but not very often. They um, have decided to either take their house off the market, um, or they're, they're just not ready, and that's fine. We will start, they will have met us, and maybe they put it on hold, but then they call us back, and it's... Six months later, mm. it's a year later, and they said we couldn't do it then, but now we can, and we knew exactly that we needed sure. to call you back. So and we didn't pick right up where we left off. And I'm sure every person
1: who knows you and knows your business asks this question, but here it is. I have to ask it, too. Have you ever opened up an underwear drawer, drawer and found a tiara, diamonds, <laughs> any, <laughs> anything like that, yes. that that someone has forgotten about? The family must be yes. thrilled.
0: We have, uh, yeah, people sometimes uh, don't realize that something has been tucked away, maybe in a suitcase that they lost years ago. We always put aside um, any valuables that, I mean, it can be even an old credit card, you know, or something. But um, you know, passport, um, rings, we have found $21,000 in cash um, that's in the side of this. $21,000 bills? Yes, um, in the uh, I think uh, in the freezer. A lot of things are found okay. in well, the Well, that freezer. was very popular years ago,
1: that, and it was all over television. And I thought, why? Why is everybody telling the the bad guys where they're hiding? They're hiding there in, in an old can in the freezer. Um, yeah, and it yeah. was done back then, so I can understand that. But uh, but we do forget. Um, I'm 82, and and I'm guilty of that from time to time. I'm told, but you will. If if I were to leave my home and say, okay, Kim Dorsey and her gang are coming in, you would empty out every junk drawer, every garage, attic thing, everything, every everything. But then, and what we do you do with the it. everything's, like like you know, old pencils and and stuff that that nobody looks at anymore, but they don't go, they don't give away, they don't throw out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there we have all different levels. Um, so if there's someone involved, a client involved, they're first and foremost. So what do they want to move with them? Then the things that they don't want go into clear categories. What can be sold and how? Okay, so I have a staging area that we have for our antique dealers to come and review. And if if we are at all on the fence, we're going to have them review it. And if they pass it by, okay, then they can't sell it. But then at least we showed it to them. So we have this, a group that goes for antique dealers or consignment, um, and then we drop down to the donation level. So we're just sorting. We're sorting categories. We're putting all paper products together, office supplies, tools, uh, general decor. Oh, so you organize it into things. very, Yeah. Okay. Into various parts. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that also helps folks when they're um, when they we review everything with them. So. Even we don't want anything before anything leaves the house it's been sorted into categories and we walk them through it because sure enough they will say oh my gosh I had no idea I had no idea and they will they will want to take it back you know whatever it is I got it yeah 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 so it's we categorize things and then once they sign off uh, we're going to leave the staging area for the auction House for the antique dealers. We're uh, going to take out the small donations that they've signed off. We have everything labeled that it's going to whatever uh, the bookcase is going to a donation place. These things are for the antique dealer auction house. So it's all uh, everything has a pl- in other words everything
1: has a place. So every every yeah. everything well. To, how, do you are, do you give a ballpark figure of what what you think it will cost people, or do you I mean, I assume you do walk Of course, you do. But um, how do you get paid, basically? How do you and your well,
0: we we start with a free consultation, and when we're doing the consultation, they're learning about us, and we are learning about them. Yes, we immediately outline services that they are going to need. How much labor on our part? We are hourly. We take no portion of any proceeds from anything sold. Uh, we are consultants setting. A client up with the best outlet to sell things, the best outlet to donate things. So, in addition to doing the physical work, we are sizing things up. Um, So, how much labor on our part? But also, is there an ex ex a lot extreme amount of trash? Should we be dropping a dumpster versus doing a trash haul? Yeah. Is there a lot of hazardous waste? Is there going to be an outside charge for that? Um, Are they moving? Do we need to hire movers? That's an outside cost. Do we need to have a cleaner in at the other end when the house is empty before it changes ownership? So all of these outside costs, we can outline for them and say, you know, I think in this case we have some trash, but it's not a huge amount. You know, you can estimate it's going to be a $200 fee. Uh, cleaning might cost this, uh, supplies for your packing might cost this, the movers.
1: So we outline everything.
0: One wild card for us is um, quite difficult is how quickly, when we're working with someone, if we're sorting things with them um, in reviewing, do they want to tell us stories about everything or do they? are they very black and white? Nope, don't want it. Nope, don't want it. Yes, I do want that. Um, or are they going to tell us about everything picture and every person and who gave them what. Um, So that's a little bit of a wild card. So you really take these people, you take these clients by the hand and
1: you stay with them from start to finish and beyond.
0: Absolutely. If that's what they want. Um, So we're there for as much as they want or as little. If they want a plan from us, we can provide that. But a lot of people are overwhelmed by the magnitude of what they have to clear out. There may be some physical limitations. And so what do they need our help with? Are are we bringing down the things from the attic, unpacking them, categorizing and going through them so that they um, are educated on what they have, what they might be selling, what they want to offer their kids? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, Kim, do you, I have three very, very urgent questions to ask you. I want to know the biggest house you've done, the tiniest house you've done, and I forget the third one, but that's because I'm 82. So, um, <laughs> oh, and the th- and the last one is, that have you ever had to, has it ever been so overwhelming for you that you had to abandon a project?
0: Um, no, I've never had to abandon a project. Um, we always get through it. Some of them, I will admit, are very tough,
1: very well, tough. Well, then and that uh, that makes me think of what my third question really was. What is, okay. the, what is the funniest thing? If you can say it without embarrassing any clients, um, do you have any, I don't want to talk about individual people because that would be tacky, I wouldn't do that, but have you ever had a very, very funny thing found or seen that everybody was very amazed at?
0: <laughs> well, um I think this is kind of funny. Um so we were we stripped the beds as we're packing the linens, et cetera, and there was an absolutely flattened squirrel in
1: Ooh. the bed.
0: Um he'd been there for a while apparently no guests had been in this guest room. <laughs> so- <laughs> Listen, that might have been of... somebody's treasure. you never know. Exactly. <laughs> At first I thought it was a stuffed animal, but it was a real squirrel. I think it was a red squirrel. They a little oh. um, frisky, oh but he was completely uh, flattened <laughs> and just com- asleep right underneath. Oh, yeah, like he... well, mm-hmm. that's a good mm-hmm. way to go, I guess.
1: You know, Kim, you <laughs> you honestly, sa- this work sounds so backbreaking and so tedious, but you sound like you love your job and that you're happy with it and you're i know from meeting you that your clients just love you so
0: um, oh thank you we do i've got to say that all of our employees they absolutely love their jobs because they love the clients that they work with it's super satisfying because that i think that uh, luckily our clients they're so grateful and they're very vocal about that Um, so there's Positive reinforcement all the time, you know, working with these folks because they're just, they feel indebted to us. I mean, here they've hired us, but they're so grateful um, that they never could have done it without us. Never so could have
1: done it, and you, you are in their lives at, at a very vulnerable time, and, uh, and sometimes it's so overwhelming that I know from looking around my house, I think I, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it.
0: I can't let it go. I let, can't make do it children, in my house either. Make my children do it. And so you,
1: you seem to be having the time of your life doing this, and every every new client has got to be a whole new story. You could write a book, Kim, but you can't. We
0: could, but we're confidential. Yeah,
1: you're, you're totally confidential. Well, is it okay if I give the listeners your um, your email address if they wish to contact you? I think I have it right. It, Absolutely. It is, it, a, it is just info at simply sized s i z e d home dot com. Correct. Info at simply sized home, and you are Kim Dorsky, no apostrophe. Correct. And and um, oh, Kim, my time is up. I wish I had an hour of show. You know, this could go for a long time. You thank are fascinating. You, you are a great guest. Did you know that? Oh, thank you. You thank are. You. Well, all right then. Anyway, um, oh rats! I hate to end it. But thank you so much, Kim, for doing this with me. Um I am at l c v s that's l c v for victor s for september at comcast dot net. And if anybody needs this done, call Kim Dorsky. She rocks. she'll do it right, and she'll <laughs> she'll be your friend for life too. a little a little added attraction. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on Amazing Mainers, and see you later. Bye.